terrible bench. Got a splinter in my ass. What type of bench is it, Christopher? It was a metal bench. That's why I was confused about the splinter in my ass. Is it a hypodermic needle? I think so. I'm I'm fucking rolling. Oh boy. It's Grateful Dead Bears kicking me in the balls right now. It feels good. Kicking you in the balls and it feels good? <laughs> I, he's rolling hard, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do with the walking. He's, he's fucking... I don't know what to do with this motherfucker. No. It's too much. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Adam. Metal benches. You should, you should... I said this was a bad bench. You know, know. maybe it wasn't yeah, so bad. Especially with metal benches, when it gets hot out and it's sunny, I feel like you're gonna burn yourself. Not you, fun. You would, you would think, but when there's hypodermic needles of God knows what. My question is, how did you ass. not see the needles? And it's up your ass, huh? I feel like you I really you should look down before you sit on it. You would think. I was too busy. Doing what? I was looking at an, another bench across the way. It looked like a better bench, but it was occupied. By who? Who else would sit on a bench? I don't know the name. Looked busy. I don't want to bother him. (laughs) Yeah. So they say. All right, all right, Chris. Come on, man. We got, we got, we got some movies to tell us, please. Can you, can you, kindly? Thank you. All right, all right, folks. What's up? Movie toast is happening here. <laughs> you have a hard time there? I was trying. You know what? When this guy comes down and sits in my seat, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. I, I don't, I, I, like, I want to be nice. He's, you know, you show kindness to your elders, but I just, I'm, you know, uh, he's kind of rude with the benches and shit. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, the man's just trying to sit down. I don't know. What's wrong with that? He started his own podcast. I mean, shit, right? I, I mean, no. Why? He, he doesn't I, have I guess to. not. I guess not. He's got to butt in on ours. Yeah. Dang. Free, free marketing. You know, Dennis, I may never come back. It's, it's a movie toast, the show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Movie Toast. Hey, Toasties. It's episode 137. Thank you for joining us. This week, we've got... A special guest, Adam. I'm excited to bring on my wife one more time, but this is the first time it has actually been uh, all three of us, I believe. Yeah. What up, Adam? Oh, hello. I've never met you before. How are you doing today? <laughs> it is nice to meet you, human on the other side of the country that yes. I have not known for 14 years. It is very <laughs> nice to meet you on this very fine podcast. Uh, how you doing? Boy, welcome to the show, Val. Oh, no, this is cool being here with both of you guys. Don't lie to the uh, audience. They don't need to hear lies. <laughs> bunch of film I know, school I know it'd be nice if it's just you and I. Dennis is kind of weighing to the show down a bit. I mean, I tried getting you, but he said, no, it's I need true. to be there. Also, no. how I can eventually doing? weasel him out. 
Yeah, there you go. We've you're, done you're, you're working on it. <laughs> done it before. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Didn't work the first time, dude. So here we go. Ah, oh, boy, oh boy. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. Feeling good about tonight's reviews. There's a lot of good stuff on the table. Is there? I, I heard you didn't get to watch what you wanted to watch. You know what? I don't know what Dennis has against Weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> but spoiler alert, we will not be reviewing that movie tonight. Damn. Uh, they, right, right out the gate. We are not watching Weekend at Bernie's, and we are mad about it. Well, we are talking Shrink. about Weekend at Bernie's, too, so be, be prepared for that. You don't know <laughs> oh, who the first one. Oh, look at that. I am here for that. That's why I showed up. Oh, ha! boy. Well. <laughs> but I don't know. before we get to that, we got a couple of, couple of other things, a couple of other pieces of business to get to. I guess. I think. Yeah. What made those be? <laughs> I, I think I think polls are up first, but correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. I think you're right there. So let's let's play that creepy polls. No, it's not creepy. It's no, uplifting. what are you doing? That is. And on to my dreams. I enjoy it so much. Polls. So uh, on the last episode, I reviewed the new Adam Sandler uh, film uh, Hustle. And I want to know uh, what classic Adam Sandler comedy people like the most out of Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Waterboy, and The Wedding Singer. Ooh, dang. Oh, man. I have one favorite out of all those. Hmm. Billy Madison. Uh, yeah, I... I... I figured it Which was... is really raunchy because they're all just crazy. But fun fact, when I was a child, my mom saw Billy Madison, just the cover of it, him sitting in a school desk and was like, oh, this must be for kids. Bought it. And that was one of the only VHS tapes that we had that summer. So Rock On was watching that when I probably shouldn't have. Thank you, Adam Sandler, for teaching me things at a very young age. Yeah, made me want to have a have a butler lady who like would feed me snacks pudding Snack cups packs. right yeah all right well, what about you dennis are you going with billy and madison you know it, it's it's gonna kind of a tie between Waterboy and happy gilmore okay all right i well, Waterboy is my introduction but happy gilmore was like the one i probably have seen the most hmm, interesting so it's it's kind of a 50-50 split for me on those two. Well, there's a 50-50 split between the water boy and the wedding singer for 0%. Oh! Oh! Yeah. No, man. No Isaac, I actually, I enjoy the wedding singer, too. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a different uh, different ballpark, apparently. Uh, 33% went to Billy Madison, un unfortunately, and 67% uh, went to Happy Gilmore. Hey, there we go. I, I feel like those two are the most mainstream, though. Even if you are like not into Adam Sandler, like the Happy Madison yeah, production, almost you know what those two are. Yes, yeah, pretty much. And speaking of things you know, last week we all reviewed the old Jurassic World Dominion. 
So I wanted to know uh, um, yeah. which legacy character people were most excited to see back on the big screen out of uh, Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, Sam Nail, and B.D. Wong. Oof. Um, well. That's not a contest. It's Goldblum all the way. <laughs> Whoa, is that a sequel to Jingle All the Way? I was going to Goldblum all the way. You know, I, I, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I, I will jingle. I don't know why it was fucking walking. That was horrible. That was not a good call, my friend. That was, I give up. I give up. T- toss it up. Cut it. Lose it. Get that out of here. That was disgusting. Yeah, I'm gagging all over myself. You see why I'm trying to replace you with your wife. Uh, She's I don't not doing these anymore. impersonations, but That's she right. understands uh, Billy Madison. I, you know, you don't get it, but it's all good. <laughs> so uh, it, would, it, would, it, would it shock you? Because it shocked me. Zero percent went to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, <laughs> what? yeah, that's sad. I'm offended as a consumer. I, Sam Neill. Uh, Sam Neill got the most votes with 73 percent. Nine percent went to that. Laura Dern. Eighteen percent went to B.D. Wong, who was in the other ones, too. So, yeah, it's like know. he's we, we kept seeing him. So he's yeah. not like a big He's not a big a big poll, but uh, he had the best deals Dern, from what on. I'm hearing. Shout out to BD Wong's agent. I'm going to be in all those JP bitches. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> that's right. some good work on the back end. Damn. That's true. That's true. That's, there's, yeah. some, there's some props to, to the some, Wong. He had some good uh, arcs there. He was a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's a guy working for money. Yeah, he did. But, he was yeah. very close to the core of this story too. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, I wanted to know uh, if people were so far enjoying Miss Marvel. Uh, yes, no, and I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dear God, it better be lean heavy One Direction or I will be disappointed for it. At least those fans. I get it if you're just not into that type of stuff, but man. Come on, give it up to my girl Kamala or Imani. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, 100% said yes on that one. Yes. Uh, and, oh, there uh, we go. And our previous week's box office, we had some new movies out. And I mean, some were streaming, some were in theaters. Uh, I wanted to know uh, who the uh, Tosis were uh, most uh, excited to watch. And I said, who? I meant what? I don't give a fuck. Out of Elvis, the Black Phone, the Man from Toronto, and Beavis and Butthead, do the universe. Hmm. Everything got some votes here. Oh, nice. Good, good. I like a good mix there. Uh, Was Man from Toronto on top? Uh, it was not. Okay. It was tied for last place. Oh, what do you, what do you think, Val? Mm, I was gonna think that that Toronto movie is gonna be towards the top because Netflix really wanted me to watch it, and I'm like, nah, dog, I'm out. <laughs> um, Apparently, a lot of people agreed with you. <laughs> damn, I don't know. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, tied at last place with a uh, good old uh, man from Toronto was the Black Phone. Oh and, shit! Really? Uh, nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted that. Uh, that horror film. Dear God! Okay. I don't yeah, even know what surprising. that is. I'm sorry. It's the Ethan Hawke movie with the mask. <laughs> that means nothing <laughs> to me. The kid in the room that's all scary and shit, and is like, for some reason, there's a phone he can talk to the past hanging on the wall. I did not know any of this. We saw the trailer twice in theaters before Marvel movies, even. Oh, well, then I wasn't. Or no, it was like before Top Gun and uh, Multiverse of Madness, I believe, is when we saw the trailer. So there you go. Did did not strike a chord. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. (laughs) Twice? Okay. It did a lot of uh, 
marketing worked on you. Uh, 22%. Uh, what do you think? Elvis or Beavis and Butthead do the universe? Uh, Beavis and Butthead. I think, I think Elvis must have taken it then. That's my guess. Yeah. 22% went to Elvis. Everyone was looking forward to no Beavis and Butthead. Do shit. The universe. All right. I, I was wow. kind of shocked by that. All right, Mike Judge. All right, King of the Hill next. All right, this Come audience on is uh, interesting. <laughs> what up, guys? Okay, okay. Yeah. I see you. The That's King of the Hill movie. Oh my God. That was that was definitely better than your uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum impersonation. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Which the world will never hear because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as it shouldn't. Watch, it's going to be the fucking opener. Thanks a lot. <laughs> What's your you did it name? to yourself. Al. 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 <laughs> that's a, that's a don't, veto. Don't do it, Al. Don't do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's whatever sounds best, really. That's just, I'm not. Sacrifice my. That's right. Horrific. You own that shit, son. I will. You own that shit. Um, question, is there any way you could turn down the headphones a little bit? I can hear myself a little bit on, oh, a, on a delay. Yes. Yep, it's probably those the Sony's Sorry. are powerful. Those bad boys. It happens. It is this happens. better? I think so. I don't know. I haven't rambled. Okay. I yeah. I, I don't hear myself now. Chickity yeah. trying to the Chinese chicken, you have a drumstick in the dream type Okay. Okay. I love how I'm like, I can hear myself. You're like, let me sing this song nobody wants to listen to. Let me to. see some bare naked ladies right now. Yeah. I'm just, mic check. That's how I mic check. No, that's fair enough. I'm fair adopting enough. it. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, so, yeah, should, should, we, uh, should we do a little trivia? I'm down for some trivia, man. Uh, are, you, are you fair for mixing it up a little bit this time since there's the three of us? Well, what, what does that consist of? So this this time, uh, I'm thinking, folks, what if Val blindly asks us questions? We don't get to choose the genre, but we kind of keep the scoring the same way. Say we still go first to five, but uh, she's firing the trivia gun at each of us. Boom, boom. Gun. We boom. got no. We, we don't know what's coming. I don't know. I'm giving. I'm trying something. I like we it. Did not land. Did not land. Oh, I like it. I We're in a world of gun violence, and he's over here. Boom, boom, <laughs> bitches. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Man. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Dennis. Calm another down. analogy. Another. <laughs> calm no, down, right. Dennis. <laughs> I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm to make another joke, but I'm holding back. <laughs> oh, you better get it then. <laughs> Go for it. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So let's roll that spooky soundtrack of a theme song for this trivia game. Trivia. 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 We should just re reenact it every week by ourselves. <laughs> I don't know which one's creepy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. I, I don't know, but I, that was. And I do like it though. That heightened sense. It does. We're, we're getting it wakes into you it. Up if you if you're sleepy and you're listening to it, it and then you hear like up. all different versions of trivia being said in a <laughs> awkward manner. Why not? So coming into it, Adam is in the lead, so he gets the first brag. question. Seventeen to sixteen, folks, is where we're at. 
Now let's see if nepotism wins here because uh, we're not choosing ah! the uh, <laughs> we're not choosing the categories ourselves. And uh, yeah, I just want to remind Val that I was your friend before you you even knew Dennis. So, <laughs> man, just throw that out there. Noted. Saying, saying, and Dennis. bonus points awarded for bringing Thank it you. up. See, he's trying. Son of a bitch. Oh, yes. I knew he'd bring it up. Dennis, okay, I was friends with first. you first, though. Oh, that, that's that's yeah. gonna be me. <laughs> All right, Adam. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna give you horror sci-fi category. Okay. Which <laughs> creatures are the focus of the Howling films? Uh, werewolves. Correct. Oh, dang, yeah. dang. Bam. I have not seen them, but I hear they're mediocre and spooky. Same, same here. I still, I still got to do I the same. All right. Dennis. Hmm, let's see. I'm going to give you a true or false question. In the oh drama boy. musical category. Okay. Oh boy, Mrs. Corn Adam watched this all the time. <laughs> I know that's not even her last name. I'm sorry, Sandy. No. Oh yes. Yeah. No. Wait, what? What? Oh. Um, you're yeah. referencing yeah, all the movies that she made me watch. <laughs> oh my god, I heard Mrs. Corn, and I'm still getting used to that. She assumed it was her. I thought you were talking about me. My apologies. I mean, <laughs> that is my name now. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That that is true. Did not think about that. Damn. I have two identities. Apparently, that's creepy. If you're counting, more like four. But we won't talk about that. Two the government knows about. But okay, <laughs> here we go. True or false? None of the robbers get out alive in the 1990 film Heat. I thought you were going to say Home Alone. I... <laughs> that would be a dark film. Um, true. That is incorrect. <laughs> the answer damn. is false. Val Kilmer does. Oh, damn it. It has been quite a while. I did not recall that. I, I don't think I that fully considered that movie. Nah, fuck that movie. <laughs> Isn't it like three hours long? Yeah, I'll, I I, so. it's really it's really long. Yeah, I think they're putting out a prequel novel or a sequel novel this summer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Won't read that either. Nobody gives a fuck about. Movie <laughs> 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 toast. Okay, ready. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready for this a little action adventure action? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. What actor trained in classical ballet plays a tough bouncer in Roadhouse? Um, that dead guy. Um, what? What? Yeah. First, I want to say Kurt Russell, but I know it's not Kurt Russell. Um, oh. it's the other one. Yeah, the dead. It's the like dead that one, Dylan right? McDermott. <laughs> Dylan yeah, McDermott. Yeah, those, yeah, those guys. Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney. Give me the name. Give me the name. It's the same uh, thing. <laughs> you always want to flip flop these guys. The eighties version of those. Two. Come on, man! I'm lobbing you. Easy one here. He's, he's that guy with the ghost in the Whoopi Goldberg. I think. Oh right? my god! Yes. Yeah, I don't know his name, so I'll say Mayor McCheese. 
Oh, it's crazy for Swayze. Patrick. Oh, Damn. What a letdown. Patrick. Oh, I thought you'd get that one. I honestly did too, but I didn't have I didn't have it. I was <laughs> I wasn't coming up. That belly That's... threw you, didn't it? It really did. Yeah, that was a random fact they threw. Roadhouse like though, it, though still kicks ass. That, that is a <laughs> you could have said Sam Elliott. Chris what? Elliott, maybe Wait. I could see it. What? You've huh? never seen Roadhouse? I don't think I Is have. You say? I, I, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Elle's upset. Yeah, it happens. Oh it does. Trust me. It's <laughs> more often than you think. Oh, he's so good. Okay. All right. Lay it on report? me. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to give you. All right, since, fun fact, you are Native American, oh, Mr. Dennis Porn, okay. I'm going to give you a movie in the drama musical category again because he really likes musicals. Uh, <laughs> that's for realsies. Uh, who directed Dances with Wolves? That's, I, um, oh, you know, the classic I, musical I, Dances I, with Wolves. It, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who picked these categories? Oh, right. Um, Kevin, Kevin Costner? Oh, correct. Yeah, because he directed right. it himself. Yeah. Boom. Oh, what a tough job. And speaking of three hour long movies, <laughs> oh, there's boy. another one I haven't seen. So, yeah, yeah, same here. I, I've never watched all of that, but I'd, I'd be willing to give it a shot sometime, to be honest. I wouldn't. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not not down to eat the deer heart, huh? You can tell me about it, but yeah. yeah okay. Not from my eyes. For years. Okay, yeah, I might listen to it. <laughs> From the next room. Another poorly um, categorized uh, film question here. Uh, the drama musical category. What computer company does Forrest Gump invest in? I have no clue. I'm going to say IBM. Adam. Yeah, I'm not a giant fan of this. And I have some best friends out here who love love that movie. And uh, it's just not for me. I like Bubba Gump's Shrimp Company. I like the restaurant. I don't even like seafood, but I'll eat there. Same here. See, same yeah. thing. I don't, even, I don't even eat the seafood, but I kind of like eating there. It, it is, it is a fun environment. It is. It is. All right. That's incorrect. We're looking for Apple. Damn, good for him. He invested say, in a fruit company. Some or sort some, of fruit company. Some sort of fruit company, yeah. Not only did he, his, 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 his girlfriend give him maids, but he, he's got some good stock money. Uh, the guy, the man is a millionaire. I guess so. Goes to show. Life is not fair. All right, here mm-hmm. we go. Next question. Oh, Let's go to the horror sci-fi category. In what 70s movie are Earth's last survivors required to die by the age of 30? Logan's Run. Correct. Yeah. Fan of that one. I do enjoy that flick. It's all right. Still oh. I mean, it's what? weird. It, it is a weird, like, I, I get that one. It is because it can kind of feel slow. It is that kind of 70s, very stylistic, high concept. Uh, no, big production yeah, value to make excuses up. I just never seen it. I don't know the reason they behind it. They made they made me watch it in one of those classes we took at film school. Uh, David Johnson showed it, and like, but he alternates sometimes. It depends because I think we we took the same class, but we didn't see it in ours. But when she saw it in hers, hmm. that's you know, 
mixes yeah. up the mixes up the movies. Yeah, I don't want to watch the same movie every week. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's true. All right, let's go back to comedy. We all like comedy here. But it's also animation or whatnot, cartoonish, so let's see. Yeah. This this one's a good one. This one's a good one. All right. Trolling Central Holding for Park. a plane. Hmm. Thumbelina. Fucking psychic. Okay, ready? I'm going. Get out of here. We're back in down throw. <laughs> Dinos. And throw mama from the train. Who wants to throw his mama from the train? Well, that's Frank Reynolds. That's a good old. Uh... Oh wait, no. Or is it? Or is it Billy Crystal? I don't even. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna stick with Danny DeVito. Correct. There you oh, go. Yeah. Almost talked himself out of it. You know that classic uh, sp- uh, Hitchcock movie, "Throw Mama from a Train." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite animated movie. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, is, is it two to two or is it two to three? Two to two. Okay. Deuce to I can, deuce. I can with that. All right. Let's do a little horror. Uh, nah, too much horror. Oh, right. I don't want to. I don't want to. We're getting nah. out of there. We're getting out of there. She said no. Okay. Let's do action adventure. In what movie does Michael Douglas's character pull a gun in a fast food restaurant after being refused breakfast? Do you remember this? Oh, is this a question for me? I thought this was a question for you, Dennis. It is, but she, the, like I saw the way the, the face Val made when she asked me the question was like, what? Oh. I was like, no, we watched this together. It's falling down. Correct. Yeah. I forgot that was that movie. I would like a breakfast <laughs> sandwich, please. <laughs> Sir, we stopped serving breakfast at, and it's like it's like two minutes or something, and he just flips the fuck. At, it's like the beginning of his downfall is this breakfast sandwich. <laughs> As it should be. Oh, that no, that's a, that's a kick-ass movie. That's like a classic that movie. You know, I'm with you on that. If it's the movie, I think it is. I think it is the movie. I think it is. Right. He's driving, he's driving through LA and he's got the like, he fires like the rocket launcher down the fucking the sewer pipe underneath the bulldozer to clear up traffic. Oh, now I don't know because that sounds really wacky to me. I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm saying it's when he really you cracks up. Okay. May, all right. I, I just don't know how you'd go from buying a, uh, like a, like a happy mail and then going to buy a rocket launcher. Good for him, though. Oh, he didn't buy it. He took it. Oh, he was already falling down by Fair that enough. point. I mean, that's the title of the film, so I'd hope so. Tis true. Tis true. Yeah. Good time. All right, who's ready for some drama? I hope you are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, here we go. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood features what actor playing a washed-up Hollywood veteran named Rick Dalton? Oh man, Adam's oh, favorite movie. Uh, yeah, I, I just can never stay awake watching that movie. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's uh, you know, Brad Pitt. Wait, no, no, that's that's his driver. That's Leo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. oh. final answer. Hold yeah, it. I'll, I'll, oh. I'll stick with the Jack uh, from the Titanic movie guy. Yeah. All right. Hold you are correct. Out of the fire. Nice. Oh, nice, boy. nice. 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 Oh, Good pivot. Boy, Good pivot there. Yeah. It was okay. Still, tied it up again, man. 
All but right. I will say, I, I will say the the novelization of that movie ten times better than the actual movie. Okay, so much better. Just saying. I don't know. Interesting. That's my thought. I like that. No, I like that. It's good feedback. Good feedback. What you got, so, though? All there right. You go. Little action adventure. Going back in Predator. What does the alien hunter collect? S- skulls and spines, or like spinal columns. What I, I uh, tro- head trophies, skull and spine trophies. What a correct. Okay, <laughs> just like, I, don't know, I don't know how better to new. describe what it is he specifically takes. But I was kind of hoping you talk yourself out of the right answer for a little bit. <laughs> I just keep continuing to define the same fucking phrasing. Oh, God. All right, man. You ready for Prey? Huh? Get, get that Hulu movie? I I am intrigued. I kind of like that the, the native element to it. That could be cool. I'm curious to see how they're going to how they display that across uh, the screen. Mm. I, it's, it's one of those, it's like... Clearly, they came to Earth for a reason, and if like they kept repeating it, well, then it must be like this is a prime place to fight some hardcore stuff, right? I'm I'm hoping that's the logic they're going to establish with that movie, but I guess we'll just see. That'd be good. We'll see. True. All right, here we go with a little comedy animation. What is James P. Sullivan's nickname in Monsters Inc.? Oh man, Sully. Correct. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good old John Goodman. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Still, still got to go back and watch Monsters at Work. Same. Oh, that was cute. Show. Yeah. It did look like yeah. fun. We did watch the first. That's right. We did watch the pilot. It was it was a cute show. Yeah, it's as far as I made it with it. Did you guys know Baymax? You, got, you, got, you guys see uh, Big Hero 6? It did not, but no, I did no. see they got what was it, like a series of shorts they dropped. Yeah, uh, never mind. I'm not oh. gonna go through it. My next conversation point. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I it's you know what's funny? It's like I it's I can't I keep meaning to get to it, but I always kind of forget it exists. It's, I, it's sad. A it just doesn't movie. get like. Oh, shit. Like, I think it oh, think it's based on a Marvel comic. Okay, damn. I think I don't know. That's not the fact I was going for, but. We can move on. We can move on. Yeah, what are you you going to get the win here, bud, huh? All right. Maybe. Are you ready? Well, to see. I am. Ready? Send it. All right. Let's go a little action-y adventure. In Reindeer Games, what do Shit. the thieves wear to rob a casino? Oh, Santa costumes. Fucking, yeah. Correct. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I do know that much from the damn poster in the trailer. All right. Where are you at points-wise? I just here. took it. That was the fifth point for Mr. Toaster Dennis over here. Five to four, though. That was a close race. We had, there was a few trip ups at the at the top of the trivia round uh, on each of our hands, but uh, then it then it was just back and forth. I like that we're just trading blows. Who's going to cross the finish line first? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you. Now we're tied. <laughs> we can really really go head to head next week. That we can, but uh, before that gets to gets to happen, got some reviews. We got a lot of reviews. We got a whole mess of reviews for you folks. And uh, Adam, I think you got a you got a couple for us to start us off with, right? 
you know, I do. And I had a list somewhere and I, I completely lost my phone that had the list on it. I could easily look at this email that I sent you. All right. Up first, I saw a movie, uh, this little independent foreign movie called Brian and Charles. My name's Brian. This is my infamous inventions pantry. It's actually a cow shed. Things went a bit topsy-turvy in my life. And I was very alone. Ah, fiddlesticks. That's when I just started making stuff. Any little idea I had, I just made. It's an egg belt, pinecone bag, flying cuckoo clock. So whenever anyone in the village wants to know the time, they can look up in the air and I'll be there. They don't always work, and the stuff I build isn't for everyone. Well, I'm impressed. Thanks. My new projects, I'm building a robot. Didn't look too bad, does he? I wonder what he'll do when I turn him on. You'd like me to give you a name? Tony? Charles? Charles. <laughs> Charles? Charles. You like that name, do you? Hello, Brian. Hello, Charles. It's lovely to meet you. This is incredibly overwhelming. Imagine me and you, I do. I, I never thought I'd make anything as amazing as Charles. You built my body. I built his body. And my tummy is a washing machine. And his tummy is a washing machine. So happy together. She's showing to people. Why not? And what you want for them? Oh, he's not for sale. Why are you wearing that? I feel pretty cool, man. I want to go on an adventure. Everything is lovely. It's not all lovely. Stay down, boy. There's a big old world out there. A big, perilous world. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What was that? Perilous. Okay. Okay. So very perilous. I want to sit in the front, Brian. No, you're not sitting in the front. You're sitting in the back. I will sit in the front. You'll sit in the back. Front. Stop saying front. Front, 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 front. I've never met anybody that could build a robot. I'm not a child. I can look after myself, man. What's got into you? I tend to learn from each thing that I build. Bullseye! I am your friend, Brian. I'm your friend, too. I want to go to Honolulu. Charles, what are you wearing? It's my Hawaiian hula skirt. This very lonely handyman in Wales. Uh, he collects like little knickknacks and like whatnot. He invents items out of them. And uh, he ends up making a robot, a robot named Charles. Oh. And uh, it's a heartwarming story. He's kind of like a, uh, he's like a parent raising this robot, but he tries hiding it from people because he doesn't want like anybody to steal him or attack him or whatnot. And uh, it's oh. just about how this robot changes his life. And uh, for the better or the worse, Brian and Charles. Uh, it's it's Brian delightful. and Charles. Okay. Yeah. That sounds cute, though. It's cool. very cute. It's it's a very heartwarming movie that, uh, I, I mean, nothing really happens, but things do happen. Is it like a battery's not included, or is it more like an AI, or like... Uh, no, uh, or neither. Oh, wow. You know, the my phone was right in front of me that whole time, huh? Go figure. Um, I don't know. I've never actually uh, fully watched uh, either of those movies. Well, AI, I guess it's uh, no. It's it's uh, it, I, I I don't know because he builds them out of like a, I don't know. It's not like a, 
I don't know. I just don't know those movies. Okay, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> is it West? <laughs> No, like it's not Westworld. Westworld. No, Westworld. It's... <laughs> Work with me, man. There's only so many robots here. <laughs> robots. It's just, it's just a delightful, like cheap little movie. The the robot helps him find love, but then the robot gets jealous, and things happen. Wow. Yeah, but it all works out. It's it's delightful. I'd give Brian and Charles, and they got sweet accents, so that that, that makes it even better. Uh, I'm gonna give it four slices of toast. Wow. So good, oh, I can't describe what it's like, but uh, it's, it's delightful. Okay, it's a fun Fuck. romp. Uh, if you get a chance, you should check it out. I bet it'd be on Hulu in a few months. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Cool. He's speechless. He is literally speechless. Yeah, <laughs> that is. <laughs> is it? Is this a foreign film that I got to have captions on for? No, or no, they, they speak English. They, they speak English. They just got cool accents. Mm. Yeah, the cool. Yeah. They're cute. pretty cool. They're pretty cute. Um, all right, up next, I have a movie that you can check out if you get Paramount Plus called Jerry and Marge Go Large. Everybody, to Jerry, not everybody can pull off 42 years without getting fired. Jerry, you don't have to work so hard. You're retiring. I don't have to be. These are your golden years. How's my account? 2% gains. You just gotta be more aggressive. I could double your money in... 7.27 years. Literally the only time I was gonna get to use that today. Jerry, you're gonna have to tell me what's going on. I was always good with math, codes, puzzles, you name it, but I just feel like I never got to be a part of the world. Found this flaw. There's a loophole that the lottery didn't see. It's right here in the math. I don't know what this says. It looks like the numbers of crazy man drew in a cell wall. I cannot believe you are my accountant. I'm playing the lottery, and I won $15,000. Why didn't you just tell me? We barely have enough money to retire on. This is no time to risk it. Yes, it is. What? Can I help you? We'd like to buy 8,000 windfall tickets. I'm going to help you first. $312,000. What now? We want to start a corporation. We'll split the profits with the whole town. The more we bet, the better the odds. Let's do it. There's another group. These kids figured it out. The payout should have been bigger. We're really hurting each other by playing at the same time. I just need you out of the game. We're not done. Do you know what the dark web is, Jerry? Because it's going to be the only place to buy your life back when I'm done selling it to countries that you can't even pronounce. I'm going to do it to everyone in your group. The lottery suspended our license. We're bidding half a million. Go big or go home. It really does feel like we're robbing a bank. Nah, this is gonna be more fun. We are betting $40,000 on windfall tickets. Are you guys drug dealers? We're professional lottery players. That isn't a thing. It is now. Like the ceiling can hold us. Uh, this stars uh, Brian Cranston, and I wanna say Annette Benning? Wow, you know, I should really have this fax in front of me before I spew my mouth here. <laughs> fucking fuck you hocus pocus too yeah it is net benning yeah okay um there you yeah. go yeah i was gonna say that sounds right so they're they're a retired couple and uh they they get money set aside they, they live in a, a a town that's kind of the businesses are out of business everyone knows everyone it's just the town's kind of broke 
And uh, Brian Cranston finds a loophole in uh, in the lottery, and uh, he exploits it and uh, brings in the whole town, and uh, they make millions of dollars. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, like, uh, there there's a there's this like uh, kind of numbers lottery game, and uh, if if people don't get it within a certain amount of time, they do like you only need four of the five numbers, and like he mathematically buys enough tickets to make uh, decent money and like the town kind of revives itself. And there's some Harvard bullies who uh, try to get in the way, but uh, Jerry and Marge, uh, they go large. So they don't, they don't back down. And I say that <laughs> it makes it sound like it's the neighbors, but it's not. They're just, they're just a cute old couple. And uh, it, it has pretty good cast in there. It has uh, nice. Lane Wilson, Larry Wilmore, uh, Michael McKinnon, uh, and a camp, a bunch of random people. They're like, oh, okay. I've seen them huh. before. Uh, nice. It's it, it's it's a good movie, but I feel like not a lot happens, and it's kind of just goes on and on. Like like my reviews, it meanders a bit, but uh, it's it's cute. Uh, it's a brief like hour and thirty six minutes. Uh, I'm gonna give Jerry and Marge go large two slices of toast. Okay. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah, this one actually it caught my attention a little bit. I was curious what direction the story was going to go. I didn't realize they were like bringing the whole town in on the on the scam yeah. here. Yeah, they, well, it's it not a scam. It's not a scam. It's not a scam. It's all above board. They even make a, a company out of it. Uh, oh, wow. And, and they, they're even up, up front and honest with the uh, lottery commission. But it's where they live oh, in wow. like, Illinois and they drive down to Massachusetts to do it because they, I don't know. There's there's some reason for that, I guess. I don't know. It, it's interesting, but was yeah, this no, one no. like based on a true story as well? It is. Yeah, yeah. This this one's based on a true huh. story. Yeah, and I guess overall they made like twenty something million dollars in the long run before Jesus. it all ended. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Dang. I'm in the yeah. wrong business. Right? Because like he like Ryan Cranston looks at everything like numbers and like there's always a solution and this and that and. He, it takes him a little bit, but he gets there. And it's it's nice to see him doing something that's a little more lighthearted and fun. Hey, oh, yeah. No, that, that sounds like a, it's huh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. what I thought it was. Yeah. No. No. But I think you guys get right. something, right? That we do. That we do. Um, there's a little tale of a, a couple Los Angeles garbage men that uh, we, we got filled in about. Uh, there was a classic titled Men at Work, we decided to, to check out this week. In the two years you have worked here, you have broken just about every city ordinance that pertains to this line of work. Well, you can't say we haven't been a lot of laughs. <laughs> Got a complaint about banging trash cans on Peace Street at 6 a.m. this morning. You always have to think about this. No, no, sir. Pump it up a little more, get the party. This is the last year we throw trash. I said that last year. Yeah, but this year I mean it. You meant it last year. Don't you think of the garbage business as a way station on the road to Nevada? What was that for? You didn't like it. No, I liked it a lot. Then shut up. This is the, uh... The maximum sentence for murder? I did not murder anyone! Pump it up a little more, get the fuck out of the dance floor! Oh, get like a stupid pellet gun!
Dolph Clamp. Who are those guys? Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez are men at work. Uh, so this is a film not only starring uh, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen, but also directed by Emilio Estevez. I, I think this is the first movie he directed. Written and directed and Written starring. And directed and starring. So that Emilio. already tells you some a details. lot about what's about <laughs> oh, to go down. Boy. But at this point, I feel like we're kind of like at the peak, or like amongst the peak of these guys' careers. They've both been in a ton of movies. They got a lot of, uh, you know, good names in the film. They're not bad to look at at this point. Uh, sure. There you go. They they claim they're in I, what was there was they all their stuff said like Newport Beach, but it's like obviously Venice. They're not in Orange County. They're they're up in L.A. Don't try to joke. We us. see the diapers on the That's beach. Right. You're in Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, so we've got these two aspiring garbage men that uh, have dreams aspiring of opening their own garbage men. They are aspiring. Yes, they are aspiring garbage men that uh, <laughs> dream to open their own surf shop right on the beach, and they think they have just the right idea for the, to set their business aside from everyone else, and they are very close to the money. But of course, some other bullshit ensues. Alongside the storyline, there's this like, was it's like the senator. He was in on some plot that was convoluted. We don't really care about. There's a bad guy who's a bad guy. He's been helping. Of course, it's one and of I'm those. not going to. I'm, I'm going to reveal all the bad things, you guys, because no, this is bad. Got to go back. It's uh, the classic oh, okay. oh. '80s, '90s movie of here's the bad guy. The opening sequence is all watching him do the bad things. So you know, we Damn. already know what's up. We've seen it all go down, and then the next scene. Let's meet our hero that's clueless and we're gonna solve this it's very much that formula and it feels like that until you get to the inciting incident and then it kind of turns into a weekend at bernie's ripoff yeah and oh, let me tell you weekend go. at bernie's came out the year before so this is one of those things that these scripts are circulating in hollywood pretty sure somebody was inspired by something else and well this is how i'm gonna do it and <laughs> It's I under, I totally get the p- comparison. I do feel like it is a very different flavor, but I will say the movie starts off so strong. It is very funny. It's it's witty. I like. I think the timing is funny. There's clearly like Estevez had a great time directing his brother. Like it, he spent a lot of time trying to make Charlie Sheen the star of the movie, and he still made himself one of the main characters. But he didn't shine that much of the light of himself. And even. Uh, uh, Keith David, he stole a lot of the scenes. He was, I love that guy. And he was hilarious in this movie playing a Vietnam War vet who's supposed to be like reviewing their uh, efficiency with their garbage truck. And then this is when they, of course, discover a dead body that oh. they don't know what to do with. And yikes. you know, in film school, when we're watching each other's projects and something starts out really strong and great, and you're like, damn, this is great. I'm impressed. And then halfway through it, you're like, okay, now you're just fucking around. You just wanted to do this. That's exactly what it <laughs> I, felt like. I agree with that. <laughs> that is what the movie felt like. It, it, was, it was really great to start with. But then after, like, I gotta be honest, I dozed off for about five minutes. And I feel like I missed absolutely nothing except for more sight gags. There was these, like, these two bumbling stoners that were totally aside from the plot that they were just trying to, like, fuck over these two guys there are other competing like garbage truck drivers, which really had like, a nut, like did not move the plot forward whatsoever. 
And there was just a lot of these little things. I was just like, oh, okay. I can understand a handful of these jokes, but then a lot of the movie was just that kind of stuff. So the back end of it really kind of just meh. It slowed down quite a bit for me. I did like seeing LA. I did like seeing the big set pieces. They did have cool stunts, some really ridiculous over the top things that just were so nonsensical and didn't belong in the movie. But I got to respect that this is all practical shit that they were doing. And I really enjoyed seeing all that kind of stuff and kind of, you know, I, I like seeing LA featured as a character to the point to where it's like, so much of it, t- it takes place in exteriors. That is what you're looking at all the time. So I, hmm. I, I, I did kind of like that aspect to it. So. You can tell Emilio has a soft spot for the beach. And yes. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah. scenes that, hey, we're going to camp out here. Here's another shot. We're going to go surfing. Yep. <laughs> um, huh. yeah, I, so for me, I'm going to give Men at Work two and a half slices. I, I think it was a... It was a it was a fun time, but is, is it something you need to fucking, you have to see this classic? No, you really don't. <laughs> nah. He's being generous. <laughs> Started out as a two and a half for me. I'm going to take it to a two. Damn. Damn. It was fun just facts. in that third act. It's like, wrap <laughs> it up, bro. Wrap it up. Hey, he's going he's gonna to enjoy it. He's going to have fun. You never know. You try to. You try yeah. to. <laughs> Up until recently, never seen the movie, but I had a uh, a Mondo glow in the dark poster for this movie in my living room. I, I don't know why. Apparently, apparently, my brother bought it for my dad because he liked the movie. Apparently, I don't know. But I always okay. look at it. I'm like, what's going on in this movie? These pictures are interesting. <laughs> and now I kind of get what's going on there. Wow. Yeah. Random. Do you That's still funny. have this? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's somewhere. It's just since we're. Doing our little demolition project at our house. It's taken down. I got to find it. Yeah. See That's awesome. <laughs> and it's just weird when it's dark. It glows in the dark. And it's like, what the fuck? That's weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a random That's a random poster to glow okay. in the dark, too. <laughs> I kind of like that, though. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So I, I, I got a weird one coming up next. Uh, All right, man. I get uh, everyone's most anticipated movie from uh, Twitter, Beavis and Butthead, Do the Universe. Oh. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, ignition. <laughs> the Earth sucks. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. I think the floor is not working. <laughs> Look at that number up there on the billboard. There's a two, and then um, some kind of circle. No, dumbass, not that number. That one. 69. <laughs> this show sucks. It's like just these fat people standing there. I am Corjolio. I need TV for my buckles. Who are you, fart knockers? Amusing, yes, yes. Humorous, yes. Satirical comment on the time. Yes, amusing. Yes. 
and Butthead do the universe. A new movie streaming June 23rd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Beavis, this changes everything. So this this uh, picks up in 1998 when Beavis and Butthead were still in school, and there's like a science fair project, and the winner gets to go to fucking uh, uh, space camp. And, uh, of course, Beavis and Butthead screw things up, and they end up going to court because they fuck up the whole gymnasium that it was held in, and people get hurt and injured. <laughs> and uh, there, there's a creative judge who's like, oh, I just saw the show Touched by an Angel, and uh, I want to give you boys a chance here. So I'm going to send you to space camp. And uh, when they're there, there's a there's there there's the mission coming up that's going to be happening with NASA, and there's a hot lady in charge of it, and there's they they think oh well this lady wants us to have sex with her because they they're they're doing this thing that looks like a penis going inside something with a space shuttle and they're really good at it so like oh we want to bring you to space with us and uh, and and yeah you guys can do this in space and of course they think she wants to have sex with them and when they get in space they screw things up. <laughs> And this lady kind of has a mutiny and kicks them out and tries killing them. And uh, little does she know that they go in a black hole and they come out in the year 2022. And uh, she's now senator of, like, Texas. And uh, she'll, she's trying to hunt them down because she finds out they're, the they're out there. She thinks that she's going to tell people that she tried killing them. And the government thinks they're aliens, so the government's after them. And they're just trying to trying to score they're, they're just trying to have sex uh, and, and proclamate to the year 2022. Um, and, you know, it shouldn't be good, but it, it made me laugh a lot. It was much better than I thought it would be. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, okay. Never, never been a fan of Beavis and Butthead, but I did like the movie Beavis and Butthead do, do America. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say this is as good as it, but it's fun. I was kind of let down. And in court, you see, like, a character that's clearly Daria, but wearing a slightly different shirt dress or oh, yeah. uh, sort of jacket and it's like well this takes place in 98 and she's technically living in lawndale at the, uh, sorry not lawndale she's moved out of town at this point so i don't know what's going on here uh but no it's it's a it was nice uh, visiting these characters uh, it was a fun time at some laughs i'm gonna give a uh, beavis and butthead do the universe uh, two and a half slices of toast okay okay so not a bad time <laughs> do you feel like yeah. you mentioned you didn't really connect with the series but you like the movies so i too yeah. do not enjoy the series so i could watch this and be like all right i think so i mean will you enjoy it yeah, i don't know you might you might like parts of it but <laughs> yeah yeah i don't you don't gotta love the show which is nice yeah right maybe yeah, yeah. maybe if, if you get the paramount plus it's over there check it out get that get that sample action if, if we, you we might it. we might make our way back over there we 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 used to partake in the paramount plus but since they've they've uh, expanded their library a little bit i think we might need to wander back into there yeah i mean they got classics they got clifford the big red dog they got uh the icarly reboot they got everything you need paw, uh, paw patrol the movie they got it all you're so right go check them out those are the things those oh, are the things highs dropping yeah Woo! popping over there not halo Whoa. i don't want to watch that no, you don't need that what, what what did you say about what's going on there Monster High. Oh, so pretty much. If there's any type of franchise, they're going to make a movie out of it. Oh, hell yeah. Why so not? Yeah. Uh, speaking of streamers, I got a Netflix movie here. The Man from Toronto. Hey, Toronto. You ready to go back to work? We need an extraction of information. Meet at the safe house in 19 hours. You're early. You're on time, you're late. <laughs> Ain't that right? 
Follow me. You're gonna take me on the tour. What is it? Game room? Airbnbs, you never know what you're gonna get. Oh, shit, no! Who is that? This is the man from Toronto. I'm so, wait, what? I'm the man from Toronto. And he's here to torture you. Why in God's name were you in that cabin? They wanted me to be the guy that you guys are looking for, but I'm not that guy, but I had to act like I was. Uh, what this? No. They wanted me to torture the guy. I'll dig these goddamn thumbs in your eyes and I will love it! What's that? What I do? Our only way to find the man from Toronto is if you continue to be the man from Toronto. Hey, yo, what's my name? The man that you're talking about is a, is a, is a real crazy person. One more time. Kills people, chops them up. Come on! Hola. I am the man from Toronto. Objection. No. I'm the man from Toronto. Oh, ah. This is on you. Hey, yo, what's my name? My clients think you're me, so you're gonna complete the mission, but you have no idea what I'm gonna do to you. My bad. You don't have to kill me. Don't ever touch me like that again. You got this. I'm scared. Own it. Wave the knives around. Somebody needs to talk. I can't see. Swallow it. You are a train wreck. What you both do. We got this. This last couple days, I can't say it's been good. It's kind of weird way you've managed to inspire me. But I don't want to be you anymore. One more time. Ow! You shot me in the ass. Your ass got in my way. Hey yo, cross my face. Come on. Eh? Yeah. So. uh... Yeah, this is a Kevin Hart movie. Kevin Hart's hey, a failed businessman, and uh, he's kind of his marriage is in shambles a little bit, and he decides to take his wife to a a cabin, like an Airbnb type thing, and uh, he drops her off somewhere, and he's like, "I just gotta go check into the cabin." And he shows up, he's at the wrong house number, and uh, people think he's there to be a hitman, aka the man from Toronto. And uh, okay. as this is happening. The uh, the government swoops in and arrests him and everyone there. And then somehow he gets he escapes because the rail man from Toronto comes and gets him, who's played by fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. And uh, yeah, so pretty much he has to pretend to be Woody Harrelson to finish a job. And the, the two bond and uh, <laughs> it's not not very funny. So good, good oh, thing fuck. you skipped it. Like, uh, let, okay. let me put things in perspective. This was initially going to be a uh, a movie starring Kevin Hart and Jason Statham, and Jason Statham bailed on the movie. Uh, oh, that guy will oh, do it. Oh, oh. I always swap out uh, Jason Statham for Woody Harrelson. Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, well, <laughs> oh, and then then uh, Woody Harrelson's character. He doesn't really talk to girls. He gets nervous around women, and at one point. Him and uh, Kevin Hart are going to dinner with uh, Kevin Hart's wife, and her best friend, played by Kaylee Cuoco's there. And boy, oh boy, does she have the hots for Woody Harrelson! Wow, oh six situations happening there. Um, oh God! Yeah, which again would make more sense if it was original. The original casting, sure. I I guess you know, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. The movie doesn't know. I don't. I will say there, it's not very funny. 
action's all right, but the the final set piece at the end is pretty action packed and enjoyable. But okay, it's not worth the time. I don't think. All right, give one and a half slices. Oof! Ouch! Yeah, I saw that and I was like, it doesn't look good. It was almost what we were going to watch. Um, mm. But instead, we pivoted to another Netflix film that I think uh, in the weekend we were watching it was maybe number two or number one. It was number one. Okay. Sure. Yeah. What's well, number one now? Oh, it's number one now. Oh, well, there we oh, go. Boy. Um, I'm talking about the film starring Thor and the former Mr. Fantastic themselves, Spiderhead. Hello again. Sorry I'm late, Mr. Epnesty. Not late at all. That's Spiderhead. We're proud of our work. Your presence in this facility, while technically a punishment, is a privilege. Where have you been? Drug study. In science, we have to explore the unknown. They've been testing me up and down. A lot weirder stuff than usual. This is new frontier stuff here. Before we begin, I need your permission to administer Dan 40. This place can really mess with your head. Drip on. Acknowledge. Drip on. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Yeah, acknowledge. Let's do this. Time to worry about crossing lines was a lot of lines ago. Our work will save lives. Not just one life, many lives. We're making the world a better place. What you want is redemption. And this is how you're gonna find it. We're selling peace and harmony itself. Beautiful people get away with too much, and I say that having benefited myself from time to time. That's right. Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller both co-star in this Prison Island film where uh, this uh, Chris Hemsworth is this scientist, uh, Miles Teller is playing the the inmate, although the inmate of a very forgiving, very like very liberal prison. You seem to have a lot of open ground, but the hook is they're testing God knows what drugs on you and these very controlled experiments, and they're getting it. And it's like they they have these chemicals all the way down to the point to where they just pump you full of this. What was it called? Verbium or something? Where like you you accurately describe verbatim everything every emotion you're feeling and they're just slowly chipping away at as much data as they can gather for what each of these chemicals does and at at first it seems innocuous like sure all right these guys have like everyone claims they've volunteered for this program based on whatever uh crimes they've committed aren't quite bad enough to put them in normal prison so they were able to take this option instead but uh, it's not it's not quite even for everyone. There's some Ooh. some some people got it a little worse off than others, and others are 
you're trying to see how they're trying to see how far they can push some things. And it's interesting. You start scratching away at the layers of what's going on. And that's when it started really getting intriguing for me. Uh, huh. That definitely gave me some like 70s big brother, the, the man watching you kind of dystopian sort of feeling without it being super special effects heavy or like it. Yeah. It's a contained thriller, which we're really on three sets the entire time. Yes. And it's really hard to do those well because you start to realize you've been in this room for a minute. <laughs> but what's going on is so interesting. And I feel like it's a unique twist for this concept of the movie in general that that's enough to get you very invested. And I didn't even care that we didn't leave the room yeah. for a minute because I'm actually listening to what he's saying because I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to do this experiment right now. But what is happens if he does this? And it's like, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I'm like, OK, I'm in. I'm in. Let's see what the hell happens then. And I thought that was interesting because it's a hit or miss with me with contained thrillers because you can either do it well or you don't. And it gets to feel claustrophobic really quick. But this did a pretty good job of just having very interesting subject matter that I feel like it's kind of getting played with a little bit in Stranger Things with just genetics and control and on theme of yeah. just experimenting with that type of... I will say that the tone of the film, the feeling, especially the set pieces, the locations, reminded me of uh, Swan Song a lot. The Apple Plus movie we reviewed a few huh. episodes back. I, I really enjoyed that film. And I feel like right away I was just picking out at least the, 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 the production design elements reminded me of that. So maybe that's kind of what helped me push in that direction. But I really enjoyed the visuals of it. I, I thought the sets were gorgeous. I really like this almost kind of retro future. It was, it was like... The facility was designed in the 60s or 70s, but it wasn't built until modern day. So it's all contemporary materials, but the shape and the color of things I really enjoyed. And it's both sterile and clinical, but kind of trying to be warming and welcoming, like this acknowledgement that you're kind of stuck here. And I wanted to make it pleasant somewhat because we're doing some fucked up stuff to you. <laughs> but I, I, I had a good time watching this one. It, Having given that praise, though, by the time you get to the last act, I felt like, I mean, I mean, welcome back. Yeah, it was like minutes before every turn, we were calling out exactly what would end up happening. And for some reason, the, the third act of the movie just got super predictable. Well, and They wrapped it up nicely and quickly. And I actually, you know, yes, it wasn't as creative, I feel like, as it could have been. But also, I respect it for just getting out of there. And it knew exactly what it was. So I'm like, okay, cool. You didn't ruin the hour that we saw before this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You you ended it. All right. It's a good way to do it, I guess. Uh, now, I don't oh, know. No, please, it's please. weird. I, I, I tried watching this because I was intrigued. I liked the cast. It was directed by the guy that did Top Gun Maverick, written by uh, yep. the guys that did Zombieland and Deadpool. And I'm like, all right, I'm all on board. I, I made it like 20, 30 minutes in. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm kind of bored. But it visually <laughs> looked good. But I'm happy you guys stuck it out. I, I'm, me too. I, I, I liked it. I get time watching it. Dumb name, but <laughs> I liked it more than I thought I would. Nice. If you're all curious about what the, where the name comes from, it's the name of the island they're on. It's the name. It's the name of the facility they're at, hmm. Spiderhead Island, which is also from the. It, it is based on a short story, I believe, is where the movie comes is where it originates. But makes sense. But yeah, 
So uh, th- again, that's over on Netflix. If you if you care to give it a watch, I nice. personally want to give it two and a half slices. It the 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 last act really hurt it for me, where I was really all about what was happening, and I loved the visuals. The performances are fantastic up until the end. <laughs> then I feel like the the ending. Uh, I I would like to say more, but I don't want to ruin the ending. It just it should have gone further, and I feel like they just kind of phoned it in. Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, Val, what, what, what was your take? Well, how many slices would you give it? I would say it was going for a three until we we ended it. And I was like, okay, okay. But it also didn't want to like shit on itself. So I kind of respect that. So I'm going to have to go with two and a half. Fair enough, fair enough. So a straight two and a half from both of you. Nice. And uh, talking about phoning it in and movies based on short stories and I'm going to talk about a movie about a phone based on a short story, uh, based on a trailer that Valve does not remember after seeing in the movie theater multiple times. uh, Talking about the black phone. Would you like to see a magic trick? Yeah. really starting to like you, Finny. I almost let you go. Don't hang up. Who are you? You know all our names. It doesn't work. Hang it up. I made you some breakfast. Where'd you put that? Salt and pepper. (laughs) Have you seen this boy? My brother, he was taken. By a man with black balloons. (laughs) I had a dream about it. Please let the dream be real. Getting out of here. How? There's a combination lock. What's the combination? Hang up the phone! Ah! You don't have much time. You're gonna use a weapon. You are special, Vinny. Please hurry! Ooh. The creepiest damn thing. So this uh, is a uh, a movie written based on a short story written by uh, Joe Hill, who is uh, Stephen King's son, uh, and uh, it's directed by uh, the guy that did uh, the Sinister movies and Doctor Strange, and written the guy that wrote those movies. Uh, so it's a it's a little horror movie. A Blumhouse film, I think, if I had to guess. Uh, pretty much it takes place in like the 70s. Uh, and kids are going missing. 
and uh, people aren't sure what's happening. And uh, you kind of get p- bits and pieces of what might happen. Some guy in a weird mask uh, kidnaps kids and then leaves black balloons behind. He has a sketchy oh, van. And uh, oh, God. we get to notice two uh, siblings uh, who live in a home where their mother's dead and their dad's abusive, played by a... Uh, uh, one of one of one of one, well, I want to say one of our favorites. Uh, someone I, I really like. I think you like him too. Uh, good old uh, Chris Demotopoulos. Uh, he plays like their dad, who's kind of abusive towards them. Yeah, and oh. deal with them sadly, but very good. And like he looks like a hillbilly kind of in it, so it's kind of cool. Uh, so these no two fake siblings in this one. Nah, nah, and uh, and uh, pretty much. Uh, so we we learned that the. The, the, the youngest uh, kid is is the daughter. She kind of has premonitions and like she thinks she kind of knows what happened to some of these kids, but it's just bits and pieces of oh, what shit. happens. And like she's wise beyond her age. Like she'll tell cops to go fuck themselves. And she's like a little cute six year old. And <laughs> and like she gives her brother shit and like stands up for her brother who's like an eight year old or so. And like uh, pretty much like there's a rumor if you say the grabber his name that's that's what they call the guy played by ethan hawk who kidnaps the kids uh he's gonna kidnap you and the brother's like i'm not saying that name and one day he's walking home alone and this guy in a van is carrying a bag out and eggs spill all over the ground the kid's like here i'll help you and the guy's like hey do you like magic i'm a magician because like yeah i like magic hey is that black balloons in here and bam the kid gets kidnapped oh, and shit. uh and then later on like uh pretty much you see him in this like soundproofed basement and there's a black phone uh and uh it rings but only he can hear it uh like fucking uh the the grabber's like oh yeah that phone's been here forever it doesn't work at all but like somehow the kids getting calls from previous kids who were kidnapped and like they don't even remember their own names but they all give them little hints and clues and try to help them get out of there and uh so you're seeing that happening and then you're like seeing the police trying to find him and you see the, the, the sister trying to help solve it. And it's a, it's a nice little contained horror movie. It's, it's about an hour and 40 minutes and uh, genuine creepy moments in it. And it's okay. great set design, great costumes, Ooh. great cinematography. It's just a fun all around airy failing. And uh, yeah, I, I, re- I really enjoy this one. And like, there's some, oh man, it's just, it's it's kind of fun. It's 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 a good horror. Dang, movie. all right. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I wasn't initially sold. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I wasn't initially sold when I saw the trailer. I was kind of, I don't know. It's like I I, I got that impression of just like the cheesy summer PG thirteen horror movie. I was worried mm. it was gonna be like a little too soft, and I would just feel shorted of like the true like scariness. Yeah. But I'm I'm now I'm. I'm much more intrigued after hearing your your review, man. No, no, this 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 is a legit R R film. Uh, now, it doesn't feel like they're going after like the it style stuff in a way here and there, but yeah, okay, it's it's not bad. Yeah, I uh, so I I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it four slices of toast. Uh, I really Shit. okay, kind of zero expectations, and, and one like I've been looking forward to it because I, I I saw my uh. My first production coordinator on, on one of my movies, she worked on this. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like an interesting movie. And like, just, I don't know, something about the poster for it. Just Ethan Hawke wearing the mask. And yeah, it's just that does catch my eye when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
And like these these kids are giving great performances. I, I don't think I've nice. seen it before, but uh, when kids can act good, I uh, I gotta commend. Oh you hell guys. yeah, yeah! Shout out to that. I'm gonna have to look these people up. Yeah. I know I'm a talent manager, so I'm gonna go scout some talent. <laughs> so that's not weird what she it's just not said. Weird. I'm gonna job. look these kids <laughs> up like a creeper. Oh man! <laughs> I'm, you know, Dennis, I think I'll keep you on as a host because I don't want to work with the pedophile. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Moving uh, on. <laughs> Speaking of kid stuff, uh, up next, I got I got the new Disney Pixar movie Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear mission log, stardate three nine zero one. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Hey, hey! Shh! The robots. The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh, no. That's my grandmother. But, Socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, seven months, and five days. What? I hope you're ready for action, because all we needed was a pilot. For what? To destroy the alien ship. I have a plan, and I have a team. Darby can take any three things and make them explode. I do this, and they shave a little time off my sentence. Okay. And what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun boot camp workout thing. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> Did I get it? Pretty close. I need the, you know what's saying, the harpoons? Buzz! Buzz, right here! The probability of survival with an inexperienced crew is 38.2%. Hmm, seems a bit low. Mission failure imminent in three. Grandma always said she believed in you, too. That was a big swirly too. Oh, I think I need a bag. No, no. Please record your last words. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. If you are satisfied with this recording, speak or select uh. one. To infinity. Are you trying to get me to pull your finger? Don't fall for it. No, not like that. Ugh. Sorry, it's a thing your grandma and I used to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this is... Uh, this I'm is excited the film. for this one, man. This is the film based on Buzz Lightyear, the toy, but this is the actual movie uh, that, that I guess Andy would watch as a kid that the toy is based on. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, so uh, it, it's it's an action sci-fi movie. Pretty much uh, Buzz Lightyear is like a high up and he's on a mission and uh, he's cocky and he doesn't like to ask for help. And uh, the mission's going sideways. He's trying to get out of a sticky situation and uh, people offer help and he's like, no, nah, I don't need your help. And guess what? He should have taken it because he fucked up. And now they're stuck on this planet where shit's happening. And uh, they're, they're kind of stuck there. But over a while, you find out, oh, there's a way that I can shoot up a rocket ship and, like, 
get fuel or I, some weird convoluted thing that I fully didn't follow. But he had to do this mission where he could oh. go up and he gets some some weird space fuel or break some barrier. You know, it honestly felt like the opening of a uh, fucking Top Gun Maverick where like Tom Cruise is like ba- breaking the, the fucking speed of light when we're oh. sitting at the drive ins. I'm like, oh, man, kept saying to Sarah, I'm like, this this happens. Tom Cruise in the Top Gun movie. Uh it's like, I don't know. What you're talking about. I'm like, you don't have to. Uh, but uh, so so he does it once and he comes back in like time, like a couple of years flies by and like he keeps doing it and like years keep going by and by. And when he finally does it proper, like I feel like a hundred years goes by and in like the, the land that he was living on was taken over by uh, evil robots and Emperor Zerg. And uh, he's being hunted oh. down and he has to <laughs> hang out with a bunch of recruits who are all like a ragtag team of like people who barely have any training. Uh, but he is, he's got to learn to work as a, as a team and kind of overcome all this shit. And uh, it was it was pretty good. It was delightful. The action was good. Uh, the plot was pretty good as is a pretty solid cast. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's good. I, I, it's getting a lot of shit. Uh, not a lot of people are, are liking it, I guess. But uh, I'm gonna give it sli- three and a half slices of toast. Badass, dude. No, I'm genuine. I'm really looking forward to this. I mean, I, I I'll admit I liked watching the Buzz Lightyear Star Command, like the animated series yeah. back in the day. See, but that's the shitty thing. That has nothing to nothing do with to do that. with that, right? Yeah. yeah damn it. You know, I got Wayne. Oh, that's Hitler. okay. That's a got Patrick Warburton <laughs> as Buzz. Uh, but True. no, I mean, it's, it's still good. But my my only major flaw is if this like was something that that uh, fucking Andy was watching, I feel like it should be like the animation shouldn't be as crisp. I feel like it should be like a cheesy looking sci-fi oh, movie. Sure, sure. But maybe like at, the, at best, the argument could potentially be like Andy's just graduated college and this is maybe like the revitalization of the series because they're trying to get that age group back into whatever new maybe but yeah um, like they're trying to reinvigorate oh what if we did have uh because in in his world so he's true. animated too what if to him this is live action no oh, that's true that, that could be true that's, that's you know they're watching this is a big budget like this is the avengers to him yeah yeah i like that i buy that i don't okay. know why i was okay. gonna question it but, uh, <laughs> I, no, I'd I'd, say, i'm really excited to see this one that's cool i'd say it's definitely worth checking out i mean do you gotta nice, see that there's it's probably gonna be on disney plus soon but i don't know i, I, I think that. it's definitely yeah. a fun uh hall uh, fun summer movie and uh it's kind of a shame that it's getting so much flack uh yeah i don't know that's why. well Stupid. do you uh, well, well, you yeah, know I, the internet's blowing up about tim allen not being buzzed because it's like <laughs> what the heck <laughs> Uh, but it's way in a way yeah, Chris Evans voice kind of does like have inflections of, of Tim Allen somehow, which is awesome. I feel like here in the trailer, I really like the way how he picks up the, just the, <clears throat> excuse me, that over the top delivery that is supposed to be Buzz Lightyear of he's seen great things. Like it's this, it's like the, if a comic book character had a voice, like literally mm-hmm. out of the comic book, that is what Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear sounds like to me. Yeah. I, that's uh, I like that. He's got to be younger, right? Like he's yeah. got to. It's got to be the be- it's towards the beginning of his career. So How why does it have to be Alan? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I, I think she 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 had a pretty good character. 
Nice. Yeah. Right. And I don't know why everyone, everyone's well. getting all angry because there's his his, his sidekick is a, is a lesbian and she has a wife and she has kids and people are angry about that. And it's like, fuck you. Get a life. Piece of shit. Yeah. That's God. The life. That's the world we live in. That's real life. Like, but I will say like... the, the real star of this movie is uh, his robot cat. Boots, I think, is in it. I don't know. <laughs> but it's the best fucking character. This cat can do anything That's and everything. Funny. And he's hilarious. It's like and a little cross like, between like C3PO and R2D2 or something for him. Uh, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say like a C3PO mixed with like, I don't even know who, but I'm like, well, in this case, <laughs> the cat is like, should have been with Buzz the whole time in Toy Story because he's, he's the best. Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why. He's the best, and I don't even know his name. I'm gonna put Lightyear Cat into uh, into Google here. Lightyear Cat. There's the uh, there's the title. There's the title. What is the name? <laughs> oh, sorry, socks. Socks the cat. Socks, socks. even Spell better than. Oh my so god. Because <laughs> he has white paws. <laughs> Cute. Like awesome. little socks. But uh, I like it. He's great. Uh, but uh, I think you got something a little spookier <laughs> that you could talk about. We do, we do. To go back into the kind of Stephen King realm with uh, Black Phone, we're going to go to the first film Stephen King ever directed. That is Maximum Overdrive. Hi. My name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures, but I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow. What the dickens is going on around here? A lot of people have directed Stephen King novels and stories. And I finally decided if you want something done right, you ought to do it yourself. Who was driving it? I don't know. Curtis! It's coming after us! It was my first picture as a director. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. I just wanted someone to do Stephen King right. You want a war? You got one. I just want to get the hell out of here. So come and spend some time with me and my friends at the Dixie Boy. Spend some time in the dark. Please don't let us be in the dark. Help me. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. That's a promise. You're going to get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. We already in trouble. Maximum terror. Ah! Jesus coming and he is. Maximum king. Maybe tomorrow will be our world again. Dino De Laurentiis presents Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Hell yeah, that's right. Some more Estevez for you fine toasties. This is the 1986 automobile-themed film. Uh, in this, uh, to set up the story, there's a comet that has started to fly by the Earth that is very, very close uh, to Earth's orbit where we are caught in the trail of the material coming off of this comet, and this gas is being released. And for some reason, uh, machines are becoming autonomous, and they are rebelling against their human masters. 
deliberately trying to harm or kill as many human beings as possible. And I got to say, this movie fucking just cracks off with some badass practical effects. This bridge getting raised and all of these cars all over this thing and just shit flying everywhere. And it's like we're only within a few few minutes of this movie starting. And I'm, I'm just blown away with already how much of the budget we've seen. Um, we are heavy handed with the ACDC. If you are an ACDC fan, holy shit. The, this this is a this is a trip because they actually did the music for this movie so blatantly that there's even like a couple of stoners in a heavy metal like ACDC painted van on the bridge that they get their van rolled over in the middle of a badass ACDC song and all about that it's just it it's hilarious it's super over the top so Estevez plays a a short order cook at a rest stop uh, like a gas like a semi-truck rest stop and we're slowly seeing these events around like in the surrounding areas start to take place and as well as a few of them unfolding right there at this gas station that 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 he's working at but it hasn't quite hit yet until people start like fleeing towards them that the shit is going on semi-trucks are driving around on their own now where people are getting run over there's a fucking soda vending machine that kills half a little league team with one one kid getting run over by a like a steamroller it, it like it's brutal i was not expecting this much chaos and violence in this movie it was intense i i was just getting floored by every other scene the the dialogue though is a little it's like, rough. Stevie, what's going on, bro? He's too busy blowing shit up on set, and he kind of forgot why he was there. To Stephen begin with. King was getting his rocks off, blowing up buildings and trucks, and had all of these badass special effects. That like, this is what we're here for, right? What we're not here for are are words and emotions, or feelings. Or story. Hey, you had an angsty Emilio, and that's all. That's you all you needed. He had an ear, he had one ear pierced. He's he's banging chicks that are hitchhiking down the highway. And bleach blonde hair. We got a no, not her. That was the other. He had bleach. Oh, blonde he hair. had bleach blonde hair. There was a semi truck with a giant green goblin mask on the front of it for oh, no yeah, reason. <laughs> um, I I had a fucking awesome time watching this. But I, it's one of those, like, as I'm watching it, I know this is not a movie for most movie watchers. <laughs> like, you got to be really okay with just spectacle, because that's all this film is. It's just spectacle. But it's a cool one. I think it's, it's still really exciting. Just don't, like, expect to get any deep story or anything else out of it. It's interesting because the whole movie is pretty much all practical. There's like almost yes. zero special effect because during that time, they couldn't mm. do that. They, what few special effects were like making the eyes glow on the mask on the truck. <laughs> or like, you know, it was very like not. There was one guy who got electrocuted by a bunch of uh, arcade machines and you saw fake lightning. But otherwise, there was like real spark. Like everything was practical in camera and it looked Badass. Hell yeah. <laughs> Emilio almost got ran over by some of these cars. I'm like, he's actually his standing face, there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really the cast. That was what's cool, too, is, like, there's some of the shots. It's like, it's really the cast. Sure, it's, like, forced perspective and stuff, but, God, it was. It still looked It still looked cool. Well, I mean, a guy, um, a guy did lose his eye on that movie. From Jesus. a lawnmower incident. 
Oh, I oh, there's a messed ooh, up lawnmower yeah. scene there. There is. Uh, there, if you can spot a, a very young Yearly Smith. That sounds oh. quite uh, Lisa Simpson-like in her scenes. Um, and there's, there are a lot of uh, faces that are kind of recognizable, I would say. Pat Hingle was the one I... Uh, he's the guy who runs the the rest stop. He's uh, He plays... I think he's the mayor of Gotham City in Bat- Batman. Um, hmm. He's in the a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. Those recognizable um, 80s, 90s actors. What about yeah, uh, yeah. Isn't, uh, Juan Carlito as uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his face from Breaking Bad? Uh, Gus from Breaking Bad in there? Oh, oh I, I shoot. No. Uh, I did. I don't not not think so. Could have sworn he was. Oh, no, he says nope. video player. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I'm looking at it right now. He was yes. in it. Video Where? player. Video player. Must have been one of the, because there's a lot of like the build up to the, uh, like the rest stop. You, it it kind of scatters around quite a bit. Like, because like Stephen King is in the very beginning of the movie. That's probably oh. one of the funnier, honestly, one of the funnier oh. little cameos I've seen of him. But uh, there's a good chance. I just, we just didn't recognize him. No, that's yeah. funny. Uh, Honey, the ATM called me an asshole. <laughs> Stephen King's line of dialogue in the movie. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, no, um, I personally would have to give uh, a maximum overdrive three slices of toast because I fucking love this wow. kind of schlocky, over the top. Like it was just a fun ride for me, but I it is it is a three slices with a grain of salt for sure for me. Huh. I'm going to have to say the same thing. I really enjoyed the spectacle and all the practical effects happening. Having gone to school to learn how to do this and then been on set, I would be like, I'd be terrified to be on this set because there's just machinery (laughs) everywhere. And a lot of things that I feel like, are you sure you, we can do that? And they're like, we're going to do it anyways. I think there's a truck with his mind directing that movie. Oh, I can, I can I see that. that. Vibe. I, I watched a really awesome like promo trailer thing where S- Stephen King is explaining the movie, <laughs> like in a promo thing, and he just fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Damn, it was fascinating. Um, highly recommend checking that out if you want to YouTube that. I, uh, I forget what it was titled, but it was not the not the actual trailer for the film, but it was like a promo thing he did, and it was weird. It's <laughs> hmm. pretty badass. It's a shame he doesn't make more movies. Oh, yeah. I would like it. What's funny is like I could almost see that movie being remade today. Mm. I just, I, I would, it would just be tarnished by the effects that they would want to just plaster sure. all over the screen, you know? The only, the, the true shine of this is, is all of that practical shit. And it looks awesome. Hell yeah. It's dope. And then it's like, there's a bulldozer coming. And then, like, hey, there's a kid in the way. It's Stephen King. Fuck it. Run <laughs> it. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm watching a Stephen King movie. That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Uh, yeah. Less badass. I have <laughs> the uh, new uh, Baz Luhrmann movie, Elvis. Our country itself is sick. But it's lost its sense of direction, even its common decency. You don't so much as wiggle a finger. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things, but in the end, you gotta listen to yourself. (laughs) 
that moment, Elvis the man was sacrificed, and Elvis the god was born. I'm gonna show you what the real Elvis is like tonight! You're looking for trouble? You came to the right place. You're looking for trouble? Look right in my face. He had no idea what he had done. to promote you, Mr. Presley. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about my war. Who the hell is there? All the time. Elvis Presley. You ain't nothing you don't do the business, the business will do you. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Sing the music that I want. Don't play it, I it. Well, since my baby left me. Oh. They're gonna put me in jail. The way you sing is God given. So there can't be nothing wrong with it. Where's the woman for my money? If you don't listen to me, you will fool the show. All that your mama has sacrificed for you will be for nothing. Trust me. I think if you dream it, you'll do it. Never met anyone like you. I hope not. We can't go on together with suspicions. Without me, there would be no Elvis Presley. Reverend once told me, that things are too dangerous to say. Sing. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Elvis Presley. This ain't no nostalgia show. We're going to do something different. I don't give a fuck about Elvis, to be honest with you. I don't like him. Closest thing I come to Elvis that I care about is Lilo and Stitch when Stitch is dressed up like Elvis singing. Oh. That's all I care about. But I said, I'll check out this movie because I got nothing going on. And, uh, you know, it wasn't terrible. It was about... Uh, Fucking Tom Hanks was in a fat suit playing a, a guy that ran a circus and uh, he was looking for acts. And then he discovered Elvis like at one of his first performances, shaking his stuff in front of the audience, girls losing their minds. And he's like, I'm going to make you a star. And uh, then he then he kind of made Elvis a star and uh, he kind of used Elvis. He, uh, he trapped Elvis into doing acts only in vegas so uh so elvis couldn't go mm. do stuff against well i mean allegedly you know i don't know if any of it's true or false but uh it's a lot of uh a lot of interesting stuff and it's uh just about this this white boy who grew up uh in a black community and like soul music and decided he was going to be a singer and just watching the rise and fall of elvis and uh under the baz lerman fucking filter of that, course. yeah right yeah 
Okay, interesting. Yeah, like it's been a minute since I've seen you know since I've seen one of this film, so I was curious about mm. what. Uh, but what but honestly, here. it was it was it was good. I I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a bit long, but uh, I I was I wasn't bored at any point. Only thing I will say, Tom Hanks is doing this like weird accent, and uh, it kind of comes and goes throughout the whole movie, and I was a little let down <laughs> by that. Nice, uh, but yeah, I don't nice, know. Nice. It's uh, it's a movie. But I say you got to rush out Uh-oh. and see it now. But uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to get a three and a half slices. But uh, OK, it was, it was fun. It kept me kept me uh, going. It uh, I really had zero expectations. And um, yeah, it did it, uh, over overblown those expectations a bit. Will I watch it again? Probably not. But, but it's uh, still three and a half slices. Worth, yeah, though. I'm going to give it three and a half Damn. slices. I was in Dang. a good mood, I guess, when I saw it and I wrote down that score. <laughs> Wait, who plays Elvis? Yeah. Are they are they doing um, all of the singing and dancing for reals? I I know they're dancing. Are they singing? Uh, it's some uh, some one of those like teen guys. Uh, fucking Austin Butler. I don't know what the heck he's on, but I feel like I feel like the kids might know him. Now I gotta look him. He's up. an Elvis. Kids might know him. Like, <laughs> Uh, oh, apparently he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, oh. Um, oh, he was on the Sahara Chronicles on MTV. He was always right. oh, on. He was on uh, Arrow and the the Carrie uh, Diaries and yeah, uh, Switch That Birth. Uh, that's probably where the kids know him from. And I don't know. I don't honestly know. Ruby I and the Rockets. Don't. I don't know what that. Is. Oh, he's on Zoe One Hundred and One. Uh, yeah. Ned's classified. Oh, oh, right. What a, I guess he was <laughs> in He's in some hey. Nickelodeon circuit so for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say, the guy looked believable. Oh, another creepy thing. It's like his mother, whoever played his mother, it's like they made the mother like she was infatuated with them and like jealous of like girls. And it was very creepy. Ew. Yeah, almost as creepy as that time Val is going to look up those kids from that last movie I talked about. <laughs> get out of here yeah oh but uh i think i think we can talk about other stuff now unless you guys get questions about the elvis i no i, th- I think we're ready to get into our, our final our, our tv reviews our final review or mentioning of uh the kenobi series i'm fucking pumped for that dude i think it's our only mention well, they did the review final in in passing, in, in the, the completion and conclusion of the series. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. They're coming. Stay hidden. We will not survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. You still want Kenobi. He's gone. you've been looking in the wrong places i want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him 
Fair enough. You you wanna you wanna wanna give the rundown of the show? As if people somewhat. Seen it? Let's uh, yeah. Like if if you're if you're curious about what we have to say about it, I'm not going to break down each and every episode. That's ridiculous. Um, I will say though, well, talk about some of the high and low points. I feel that I personally had as well as every you know you guys is that you want to share, but the the going on this journey of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi years what is this 10 years after the end of the clone wars the rise of the empire this is a fallen jedi who is basically just given up he's just making sure this kid he promised this child's dying mother i'm gonna make sure your daughter goes to a safe place and i'm gonna personally watch over your son and i'm gonna make sure they don't get into the hands of your sadistic husband uh who is now darth Vulcan vader um simple setup i like we get that little mention of just as we're going into it of what's going on as well as setting the stage for what it's just what it's like living in the rim worlds of and galactic empire ruled system mm. and it is not fucking pleasant we've got uh inquisitors these oh, are boy. dark side powered uh beings that their sole purpose is to root out and kill all of the jedi left and it, with ruthless abandon, they do not give a shit. Um, notably, though, they are not full on like Sith. Like it's clear these these guys are not even close to being as powerful as Darth Vader or Count Dooku or Emperor Palpatine. Characters we've seen previously in the series that possess Force powers. Not we don't see anything quite displayed that intense, except sure. for one one badass named Reva who's got a certain fire in her heart, man, that no one else, none of the other Inquisitors has, and she wants to kill Obi-Wan. She wants to find that bastard and put him down. Oh, or yeah. so it seems, maybe. Um, there's a there's a, a young Princess Leia who's a feisty little firecracker that, that she gets into some shenanigans oh, and boy. gets kidnapped in a plot to try to attract the attention of by uh, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Does, doesn't isn't that a rock star that kidnapped her? Isn't Lee? it like from Lee? Uh, yeah, yeah, from from Red Hot Chili Peppers? It's one of the kidnappers. Sorry, that was just too silly. Uh, I man. I'll admit that was it. That was kind of a silly. The chase scene was kind of dorky, but I, I love how the the resolution when he had sure. to explain himself and get chopped to a million fucking pieces <laughs> with the the spinning lightsaber blade to the face. Um. All in all, though, as you go down the storyline, I loved the interactions, the, the the duels between Vader and Obi-Wan, the flashback scenes. I think we got, honestly, really great casts for this oh, yeah. uh, for, for this first, hopefully a first season. Um, it's There's a killer uh, cameo right at the end that I'm still, again, hoping leads to, to more content Jar, Jar, down the road. Back, baby. Oh, don't spoil it. Don't tell him. Too late. Misa, Misa Jedi now. Hell yeah. Misa tell you so what to do. Oh, he wants slices him in half and then proceeds to walk through the canyon. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Darth Vader, Jar Jar, you bitch. (laughs) I would watch that. I wish. Uh, I, w- I will a little a little spoiler 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 if you guys haven't watched it and we're just trying to hear what we said I loved that little bit of getting both James Earl Jones voice and 
Hayden Christensen mm. when the mask was split in half. That was fucking awesome. And apparently all of that was like taken from all his other Darth Vader voices, like wasn't actually any new recordings. Interesting. OK, yeah, kind of like a like a deep fake sort of thing, but with his voice. Yeah. Interesting. Which is weird because like you get James Earl Jones. He was yeah. coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Huh. Well, he got the credit, though. I like that he was still... Mufasa again. That's true. Yeah. I don't know what his health is like. But no, yeah, it was definitely nice seeing Hayden Christensen back and and getting to actually be Vader. Yeah, and even um, uh, as Uncle Owen, uh, why can't he be Lars? What's his fucking face? Yep, that guy. That guy. And uh, in movies and stuff. Why the fuck can't we think of his name? He's a pretty recognizable dude. Uh, that's what's funny is like he was he was pretty big even for being cast as that small a character at the time when he was first introduced in uh, yeah. uh, Revenge of the Sith, right? So uh, uh, Joel Egerton. Yeah. Boom. There we go. Uh, not not to mention there was also a lot of other uh, characters. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, O'Shea Jackson, mm. Uh, mm. Moses Ingram. I got to give her some props. I she kicked ass as Reva. I really liked that character. I I, I said uh, she, I, she did good, but I feel like the character herself. Uh, they they gotta start writing these villains a little more like dynamic. I think, man, like she has a one track. Why until like the turn, the the reveal and whatnot, it would she kind of see, but it's just like. Ah, I'm so angry. I'm going to go and do this right now. Oh, no, you don't. I fail. I'm going to get I'm going to throw. I feel like Anakin and her were kind of the same. And then you got fucking Kylo Ren. They all felt similar to one another. And I don't know why they're having her do parkour in the first episode all over the place. And I'm like, just to me, I I saw that as some of because that's the driving force of what a Sith is, is allowing emotion to rule your but it Everything. just felt super emo to me. Like, but I do like the fact that nothing would stop her and she'd try to kill whoever she can to get what she wants. And, and that's what I think that's what Vader saw in her. That's why he spared her life. True. Although she got she got fucked up. I don't think she's dead, just like Grand Inquisitor. He got sure. stabbed too. It's the yeah, same, that, it's the I was same thing. Shocked by. I'm like, it's like this. It's like an embarrassing. Oh, really? Well, I didn't think because that's the same thing that happened to her. True. You know? There was a few of those moments where we are. That's another one of the themes in Star Wars is uh, certain events in history repeating themselves. And I had read something interesting online. Someone comparing each episode actually reflects big moments from the first six films that Obi-Wan appeared in. Hmm. uh, Down to chasing a bounty hunter or getting chased by a bounty hunter. uh, the, The whole exchange, like getting offered drugs and he rejected them played by Ewan McGregor's daughter. Um, mm-hmm. But no, okay, was... that's, that's the other thing that got me. It's like, they made Obi-Wan a bitch in the beginning. It's like, oh, well, I'm a little bit. It's like, dude, Obi-Wan, yeah. I, I want to see more of like a recluse guy. I want to see someone who's like crazy, kind of like they set him up as a crazy guy in fucking the first Star Wars. And it's like, oh, no, he's just, he's not, not really a crazy guy. He's just, he failed and he has nightmares about killing his best friend almost and I don't yeah know. i think i think th- to me it's it's this is the character that we get after like this is the character we we're left with after clone wars the guy has been fucking ravaged he just spent years just trudging through this war having the love of his life torn out of his arms he's 
anything close to him and any semblance of caring has all been stripped out of his life. The one thing, the one task he has left given himself, this is all he's got. And I could understand him having no desire to go out and try to do Jedi shit anymore. I, until, you know, this particular situation makes sense because this is the catalyst for our next chapter in the Star Wars universe. But I mean, it's, it's a fan service thing, sure, 100%. But I think it was a better executed version of this than Book of Boba Fett, only, oh, only 100%, slightly. 100%. No, I'm not saying I didn't like the show. I just felt like I, I didn't want to be as much as, I mean, sure, you got to make them kind of weak and make them like get better over time and whatnot, but. And can we talk about the fact that like a lot of the fights were him and fucking Vader throwing giant rocks and stuff at each other? It's like nobody wants to see that. Come on, what is that? Rocks? No, it was cool when he like held him all over his head underground and had to pull himself back out. I, sure, I, that was I, kind I, of badass. I kind of dug it. I guess it, we we've seen him on the desert and like I it'd be kind of boring with just flatlands <laughs> saber dueling with no other force powers. Again, when these are supposed to be two pretty adept. Yeah. force users especially vader and that's something that i've been seeing a lot of, of just analyzing like wait a minute vader doesn't get around very well it's like yeah he's missing his limbs he doesn't <laughs> get around very well he has to use the force to exert all of his dominance in combat so that is I mean, I, to me that just like dooku i mean he didn't uh that's kind of it's a similar fighting style which again they both learned their force powers from palpatine sure sure makes sense which I, I gotta say, they, they started the show out pretty fucking bold, starting with Order 66 and killing kids. That was fun. Um, yeah, that was and then, and then the first time we see Vader himself, he snaps a kid's neck. It's like, oh, fuck, they're, they're really going for that yeah. evil Vader here. I, I give him props. But I, but the whole thing is, so so the uh, Inquisitor, she uh, kidnaps Leia. And does he not realize that's his daughter that was just kidnapped by her? I, I don't get that seem like he didn't yeah, he's not aware of, he's no he's not aware of his children existing yet see but shouldn't he have felt the presence of the force with leia well that's a, see okay so that's the thing that's a topic of debate if she doesn't it's like if leia doesn't know how to kind of put it out there vader doesn't know how to fight and especially if he's not he doesn't know what he's looking for that um they canonically previously the only uh, how he first learned he had children was in, there was a comic book where Boba Fett was reporting back. Um, he found out the name of the person who fired the shot that destroyed the Death Star. He was a young pilot named Skywalker. When, as soon as Vader heard the name, he knew. And then his response was, I have a son. And it was like, it, it's because he it was never introduced the idea that that was even possible. It was, it's huh. like, again, and, and that's how I kind of absorbed that scene in Return of the Jedi now finally being this close to Luke, knowing who Luke is, really finally, and then it's like, now they're really digging at the pieces, that's when he finds out, oh, you have a sister too. Oh, shit, there's a lot, like, it's like, I, my, I'm, I'm feeling my, my mojo flowing all over the place here now. Like, I, but I only read that as he had to, he had to be exposed. It's like seeing the colors. He had to finally be pointed out what, what, what the writing on the wall was, you know, I guess. Um, because every everyone's, I don't know, the way I see it is everyone's force powers are to varying degrees, varying talents and specialties. If you, some are healers, some are lightsaber duelists, some are mind readers, some can just tell, you know, use telekinesis and what have you. Everyone's kind of better or worse at certain things. And mm -hmm. I just think that's, that's kind of what I chalk it up to. 
Some are much better at reaching out the Charles Xavier's, the like Yoda, and can sense those things. But I still think you have to actively be searching for it. Or the presence needs to just be so outrageously attention-grabbing that it can't help but steal your attention. Because it, because it is making so much like noise, so to speak. Huh. Fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I definitely liked it a lot more than the Book of Boba Fett. I just felt like I wanted a little bit more from uh, from our, our main baddie, the, 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 the lady. Sure. But I mean, I li- I did like the story and the plot and her whole. I didn't hate her. I just felt like I wanted a richer character from her. I don't know. And then okay. I wanted Obi Wan not to be as much as like a weak guy. But I get it. I get why they did everything they did. But I don't know. I enjoyed it, and I felt like it was kind of. I don't know. I just wasn't expecting to just be a story called Obi Wan. But it's like he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find uh, Leia. And uh, I'll hang out. I'll fight oh, Vader right. yeah. a couple of times. It was I nice, I, I, I guess. The, the, the Vader I was hoping for. I was not expecting to see get that much young Princess Leia in the series. That was that was neat. Yeah. I did like to have that like bonding moment. And she she was a great character too. Like you said, like yeah. a super firecracker, like wit and whatnot, or a cool little robot sidekick. And, getting that, uh, getting the holster at the end, and and oh, another yeah. another nod to the prequels. Um. Uh, swapping out someone for her place so she could sneak away, mm-hmm. which is exactly yep. what her mother did. Yep. Uh, a lot of those little nods. I, I appreciated those, but um, yeah, no, I, um, I had a good time watching it. I think yeah. for me personally, are we, are we ready to slice it? Should we slice it? Eh, I guess we can. I mean, we're not going to talk about it again, probably until season two, if it happens, yeah. which, come on, it's probably going to happen. As I, I mean, I'm hoping so. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, who doesn't enjoy this story? Shit, yeah, man. I was like, I'm, I'm giving it three and a half slices. It's, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll co-sign that with you. But, oh, awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm more more ready for some more Book of Boba. I mean, more more Mandalorian. Mandalorian, oh, for sure. Uh, well, I, I'm, I too am excited. Although I'm excited for that, I'm pumped that we are getting some more Bad Batch coming up uh, before the end of the year. And I'm ready to tear into some more of that stuff. I, I loved the last season and uh, I enjoyed I, I don't listening know. I like, to I like the what, what happened through your, your <laughs> lens. I'm like, I could yeah, watch it or I can just see what Dennis has to tell me this week about it. This this week? Yeah. Dennis yeah. says this happened. I, I, I love how it seems like Val dipped out for a second here. You guys got really into that Star Wars breakdown, and I didn't have anything like really worth anything to contribute, so I just let it ride. Because she did watch every episode. I did, but I watch it just like it's a drama. Have to be Star Wars for me. Yeah, yeah. Give give us your breakdown of it, or you don't have to. I'm being like Dennis, forcing you into a review here. (laughs) It was good. No, it was. uh, (laughs) I liked it. I like it. It was pretty well done for what it was, but I got a soft spot for the kid that pl- Vivian Blair. Shout out to the kid who plays Leia. Like that kid's mm. just so talented that I think it takes a lot to hold your own against you and McGregor yeah. and face a series kind of around you in your journey here. And 
that was pretty good. I feel like everybody was pretty good. Like, I was like, ah, shoot, what up, little Ice Cube? You're here too? Like, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of random people in this movie that I forget. Or I'm like, I can really dissociate their previous work from this because they yeah. really, you can tell they're fans and they really like it. And they're mm-hmm. like, fuck, I'm in a Star Wars show. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you guys are all bringing it. It's pretty good. But I don't think it's anything super fantastical. Like, you can tell it's made for Disney because it's Disney, but they did go a little intense to your point of, whoa, we're going to just off some kids like straight up right walk in the gate. That's yeah. for most of the audience. I guess some but, props to okay. uh, Deborah Chow who directed the yeah. series. That was, that was a, that was an awesome, you kicked ass. She went for it. <laughs> unapologetic. I'll give them yeah. that. I, I, I'm excited to see more, more from of this person's talent, not just in the Star Wars universe, but just more of their material directed by mm-hmm. Ms. Chow. Definitely. More Mandalorian. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, now, uh, maybe we should talk about some Marvel stuff. What do you think? I don't know. Different tone. It's a little, little I'm more Marvel. into that. I'm more yeah, into the Marvel. Yeah, you, you, see, you, see, you seem more interested earlier when we brought that up. So, yeah. I'm intrigued to see what you have it. to say. I'm loving it. Yeah, let's, let's, dig, let's dig into some Mr. Marvel. Okay, so first off, I just want to say, I get it. You get what? High school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You are a weirdo. Boys. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring at the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala, hey, already? Really? Come on, like... Do I have to figure out my whole future before launch, or is like... Maybe they're right. I spend too much time... in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's a fantasy, too. something happen to you? You know why? Did you hear something? Kamala? What does it feel like? Cosmic. I always thought I wanted this kind of life. But I never imagined any of this. Do you know what you are? a unique story from a unique point of view and yeah. it's being done very well i feel like everybody is bringing it the writing's great the filmmaking directing cinematography everything is really mm-hmm. really firing on all cylinders over there and that cast is killing it and i feel like it's extremely relatable because i am all about the teen dramas and they're folding that in just enough that it's it's holding my attention there, but also you're throwing that superhero element, but not over the top doing it. It's it's kind of like organically happening, like it's happening. Yeah. Like you're her friend. Like, like right, I, I could honestly, I, I could do without the superhero, and I like all the characters, and I could watch them just doing their regular everyday things. 
same. I'm like, why aren't we talking about the kid that lives above the store by himself? Like, yeah, the runs story, the man? store like, at midnight. This looks sketchy <laughs> AF. Aren't you in right. high school? What is happening here? And you're a genius? What is this? Um, yeah, a lot of interesting characters. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I don't know how I feel about this group of villains yet. I feel like they're kind of weak and I'm waiting for a bigger, badder person to come. And yes, try, right? I get that. I get that vibe, too. It's like this, this is like the precursor, like the, the placeholder before yeah. like the big bad but, actually uh, shows yeah, up. I will say you haven't watched this new episode yet. They, they go and do some crazy stuff uh, where it left <sighs> off. So, OK, OK. Yeah. I love OK. I got to say, I love the wedding in the last. Episode, oh, that was the dance that, that was awesome. The music kicked ass. The choreography was awesome too. And then the wardrobe. Holy shit! Yeah, and and it's like I, I like exploring different culture. Like we we always could see people at weddings and all these things. It's like let's see a different wedding, not not at a church. Let's. I love the moss stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then the ceremony was cool too. I'd never seen. I wasn't. I haven't been exposed to anything like that. I liked them yeah. that they were all sitting together, like in front of that kind of altar area, mm-hmm. and it was like a very I don't know. It's like a little more casual, but it kind of like a family thing instead of this big. Nothing wrong with big hoopla, no, but you know, it was, it was just cool. It was this yeah. is normal. This is what this is how we do it. They probably look at our stuff like look at these idiots mm-hmm. over here. Um, well, I, don't, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I think it's <laughs> it's interesting because I too I don't speak the language. I'm not this religion, but I don't have to to really enjoy mm-hmm. yeah. the world that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I really respect that from the filmmakers. I'm like, wow, you got me in here, and I. This is my first time being exposed to any of this, and I really like it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know. And this is this actress's first like acting role too, and I feel like she's killing it. Oh God, yes. Oh, absolutely. I have to agree with that. It's, it's very Great entertaining to watch. Yeah, it was just when the stars <laughs> align and you find the right talent at the right time, and that's exactly what happened here. Like they struck gold. Like I, I'm intrigued to see her in the feature film with Captain Marvel, with Miss Marvel, with Captain Marvel. Oh. I, I don't really care about Captain Marvel, but I like this Miss Marvel so far. Hell yeah! It's, it's just like, and then just any melding with the other characters, it would be funny to get her personality up against a lot mm. of the other ones too. It, it really reminds me a lot of the the party. newer Spider Man stuff, but but a female Muslim character, yeah. and, and it's nice. It's it's a nice refreshing From Jersey. <laughs> yeah, and they really stress that. Uh, yeah. Which Fucking, cool. what was the no the oh my god the cover band i laughed so fucking hard what were uh, they called god uh, so, uh some jovi uh it was a bon jovi brown, jovi. brown jovi. jovi oh my god yes <laughs> i hope they're real is this like a dan band situation where they're <laughs> yeah, like dude we found people who band. actually do it. this here <laughs> they are like i hope great. they're real see i wanted to hear their music when the fights were happening Oh fun. right! Oh, that would have been awesome. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued though because uh, apparently uh, the creator of this is uh, the writers of this. I think also are or did the uh, the Batgirl movie for HBO Max. So I'm hoping it might be oh, similar. Shit! Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Who's playing Batgirl over there? Uh, I don't know the actress, but uh, I don't know. Maybe a newcomer. Hmm. I'm gonna I welcome that. It's it's someone uh. Let's see. Back it's allowed by Valerie. That girl's new to Adam. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna go Google her. She's been on Nickelodeon so, so, since she was five. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Well, Jeez. I mean, God, it could be. I know she's been in ten things. Let's see. Uh she was in the Heights. She was in the movie In the Heights. Uh 
and then a bunch of oh, things yeah. I've never heard of before. Uh, I maybe she's I don't know. Let's see. Maybe she's a singer. Is that is that what I'm getting at here? American actress and singer known as her role. Okay, yeah. So apparently, some some someone named Leslie Grace. I don't know. Yeah. Just said a. I don't know. <laughs> Does not matter. What? But no, no. I think we're getting more J.K. Simmons though, so that's fun. Oh, as her okay. dad. Latina Batgirl. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Switching it up a bit. Speaking of which, uh, you should definitely start Spider-Man. checking out that, that Harley Quinn show because the new season's coming out soon. Oh, That's shit. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'll have to dig into that one myself here. That's I, Oh, uh, no, no. It's, it's like a sitcom. I think I could honestly say I think Val, you might like it. But oh. maybe not. It's fun. Okay. Right? And they, yeah, and they've already got a, a spinoff coming uh, with Kite Man running a bar. It's supposed to be like Chairs for Villains. Oh fuck! Oh, okay, sorry. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's re- I really had zero interest, but it's more of a love story between Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, and got some other villains, and yeah, it's a good <laughs> show. Cool. I don't know what any of this has to do with Miss Marvel, so I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm going to piggyback off of that, and we're going with the Margot. Robbie theme. How do you feel about the Barbie movie? Because a lot of stuff's being leaked right now, and I'm getting very excited about this. I'm intrigued. I, I was kind of shocked when uh, Greta Gerwig signed up on it, and uh, just just the the cool outfits and everything. And yeah, it's pretty sweet looking. Yeah. We'll have and then, to see. And even you have Will Ferrell in a suit on rollerblades going down Santa Monica. That's fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I saw some great footage today of somebody recording them filming, and you get to hear Ryan Gosling's kin scream oh, yeah, for screaming. the first time. Yeah. Oh That's good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Oh God. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know where they're going, but it looks visually pleasing. Yeah. But I'm there for it. Is it still uh, written by uh, Diablo Cody? Because wasn't she at one point doing it? Ooh, it's, let me look. I don't know. But it's like, I guess they could really go anywhere. That would not surprise me at all, though. That would that would be someone that would totally make sense for this type of subject. Really, bringing that subject matter to life. See, it's, it's going to be weird, no matter what. You're going to have to make it a little kooky. Oh no! Now it's just Noah Bumbach and Greta Gerwig, who just don't smite hmm. me as this fun time movie type. But, it's like is it gonna have like this dark layer going alongside it? Just this. Well, I'm just used to them doing like like more like mumblecorey things. I mean, I guess sure. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm now just looking at maybe like Lady Bird. What? And- you don't think Barbie's gonna have a lot of dialogue and things to say? Shit. I want a Malibu Lisa. Uh, Malibu. I don't know. I was thinking Lisa's doll, but I can't think of her name anymore. Lisa, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Malibu I get what you Stacey. mean. But... Yeah, yeah Malibu Stacy, because Cynthia was Rugrats. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm intrigued. I mean, it, it should be funny. I'm hoping. Watch, it's a straight up drama. Yeah, right. right. It's a murder mystery. It's, it takes place when the houses were being burned by the <laughs> fires in Malibu and they lose everything. And this is them like oh my God. trying to get their life back together and they're living on the beach because they don't know where creep, to go. <laughs> Malibu I sticky. mean, you joke, but they, it could be. I could see it. God, watch. Oh my God. What you just, that's the plot. Um, damn. 
Well, that after that that was quite the quite the stack of toast there, folks. I I hope it wasn't too much for you, but that's a solid episode right there. I, and a good spread of flicks too. There's we've got some fucking fours in there. My God, it has been a minute. So that was it. I'm excited to check out uh, Brian Charles and fucking Black Phone now, especially Black Phone. He really, I'm you hyped it, man. You hyped it for me. I mean, it's a good horror movie, but if you're looking for a fail good movie, Brian and Charles, man, Brian and hey, Charles. I said, yeah. That does sound cute. Like, I, I would like to give that a shot. I know I didn't know really say much about check it. Out some... oh. That's why I want to see it. Exactly. You it's don't like even explain. know how to explain, explain it. So I was like, it's that good then because you don't want to jack it up. Because <laughs> not a lot happens, but a lot does happen. So yeah. yeah, either way. I don't know. I feel like we got some good stuff here. Can't wait for next time. Talk about some Thor 4 and uh, oh, who knows what yeah. else comes out. The Rise of Gru. I don't know. The Rise of Emilio. More Emilio movies? Maybe. Just have to find out. Just have to he, wait and see next doesn't week. He, doesn't he direct movies these days? He, he, he does on occasion. There's, there's a Mr. few. Mr. Carell? Huh? What are you talking about? Emilio oh, no, no, Estevez? Oh, Emilio. I thought you said Gru. I thought you were talking about... Yeah, Dennis, Dennis went back to Emilio, so we, we, we've yeah. given it Emilio. again. Yeah. Emilio is... What is he doing since he got booted off of uh, Mighty Ducks over there? Living in Malibu. Living in Malibu. Who cares? He's Emilio. Looking he doesn't have to do anything for the rest of his life. True. He's now, right. Yeah. Good for him. Washed up. Back on top. The wanting... <laughs> yeah, he's got it all. I mean, he's got to be doing better than his brother, so. Right? I think most people in general are probably doing better than his brother. But... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> apparently he has a new show coming out sometimes, so let's see how that is. Wow. Well, Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, folks. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, sorry. I was trying. I was about to do it. You, no, no, please, you got take it. it. You got take it, it Adam. You, you take it. So uh, we do have a little thing happening this December. If you haven't heard about it, it's because you haven't listened to the show before, or you didn't make it quite to the end. This is Movie Toast, the festival, guys. I we're bringing it back. This is round two. The second annual Movie Toast, The Festival. If you go to filmfreeway.com, you can find us right there to submit your short film. Please keep it a short film, as if you try to submit your feature, you're just wasting time. We don't have the time to get a bunch of features in there for you. We just have time for the shorts. But please submit whatever you got. If you think it's worth sharing, you want to get some eyeballs on it, come check us out. That is filmfreeway.com, Movie Toast, The Festival. Yes. Um, yeah. We got some good <laughs> shit. We got some good stuff that we've gotten so far, but uh there's still some time to get your uh your stuff in. I feel like it's coming to That's a close right. in a couple of uh, a month or two probably, but uh hey, we're not we're not gonna tell you not to not to come over and check us no. out. If you if you're yeah, I don't know if your your flick might be right there at the end. You're in the last few stages of getting it tidied up for that final edit. So try to try to get it done in time and send it on mm-hmm. over. And we got till uh, August 9th. August 9th. So you got you got a good month or so. Yeah. Say so, uh All right. you, you don't you don't want to do that. Uh maybe maybe you want to leave us a review over at uh, Apple Podcasts. Tell us what works, what doesn't work. Maybe you don't want to do that. And then fuck you. <laughs> Nobody ever yeah, wants I'd... to do that. You can you can find us over on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Discord, 
and Reddit. That is movie underscore toast in almost all of those places, except for Facebook and YouTube. It is movie toast news and reviews. No spaces. All one big jumble of mess lettuce. And there's some fun stuff to check out over on YouTube. Uh, we still got we got a few fun shorts over there. Um, hoping to get some some new stuff down for you here in the next next little bit. It'd be fun to do some more toasty talking. I know you got uh, Val. You got yours. To we got to get films. That'd be, that'd be fun. Maybe a certain puppet can come grace the screen again. I don't know. Coax him out of hiding. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Only time permits. Time <laughs> um, she'll heal all wounds. What wounds? I don't know. I don't know. Let's make some. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. God. Thank you for listening to the show. It was a long one again, but we do it because we Twice. can. And, we, and we'd love to. We don't get fucking tired of it either. Yeah. So we claim. We don't sit on <laughs> park benches with needles. No. No, you don't. Um, folks, if, if you just had enough of all of that, you just really need this episode to come to a close. Please, please. Stay toasty. Got really close to the mic on that one, huh? Too close? Was it too much? No, no, it was good. It I was, was good. Go, I was going dramatic. It okay. went from like uh, lighthearted to like really serious. <laughs> I, was tra- I, I was going there. I went there. I 